going in, I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in. And I'm going home, and I'm going home, and I'm going home, and I'm going home. Bitch, I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in. I'm going in. Then I'm a go home. 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 First off, you know what it is. You know what day it is. What day is it? You'll see. Uh huh. Is that the theme of this podcast? You about to go in on? That's the theme. Hmm. Well, we're uh, on the final countdown. Yeah. I think that should have been the song. <laughs> or maybe how, how does that song go? Oh, I'm not about to sing that. <laughs> the little sports song. Well, how'd it go? Oh uh, I'm not about to embarrass myself on this podcast. Okay. Anyway, so we have what? Seven weeks left till the due date? Depend on her. Yeah. She could pretty much come any day now. No, it ain't any day now. <laughs> okay, not any day now. Let me look at my countdown. Yeah, calendar. you have so many countdowns. Any day now would be in 26 days. So less than 30. Yeah. That's pretty much any the day, day now. She's sus- 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 <laughs> Can the day talk? she's supposed to come uh-huh. is in 47 days. Wow. This time and the is, day I suspect she comes mm-hmm. is 31 days. Yeah, well, she's not going to come on that day. Well, Stranger Things have happened. Yeah, that's true. I like that show, too, Stranger Things. Yeah. Hmm. Name one character from Stranger Things. Uh, L. That's the <laughs> obvious. And what does L stand for? Uh, crap, what's her name? Eleven. Okay, and who was her boo? What was his name? Why well, I want to say Michael? Is that right? <laughs> Lucky guess. Oh, see, I told Lucky you I'm a guess. fan. I'm a fan. Anyway, uh, so talking baby news, right? Mm-hmm. We just had a hospital tour last weekend. How was that for you? Uh, I mean, it didn't change anything. It didn't change anything. No, it made Even- it made things real. Yeah, that's no. what I was going to say. No, yeah. Yeah, it definitely made things real, but I mean, you pretty much saw your, <laughs> what you call them rooms? That'd be locks and chains in it. Rooms are you locks and chains. What's that movie called? Oh. Like the uh, panic room or? I don't know. The great movie. I was thinking about the uh, Texas Chainsaw no. Massacre. no. What's the movie um, with gray in it? Shades of Gray. Oh, oh, uh, Fifty Shades of Gray. That um, what was that sex room? room? I don't know. That's that was a sex room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it made it real for me too. Like I was like, oh shit, like this is about to happen. I'm gonna be on this bed pushing out a whole baby. Wow. Scared. Uh, a little. But Why? I don't know. I think it's it's the first time for like something new. So I think that's just what scares me. I try to tell myself like, all right, you got this. But I'm a little nervous. 
But the watching the baby birth videos have helped a lot. Yeah, most people don't want to see what the pain and stuff they want to go through via video. Uh-huh. I want to I want to see everything. Right. It's so fascinating to me. That's good. Yeah. I yeah. expect you to do a few more. A few So. A few more what? Babies? Pregnancies? Oh. Delivery? <laughs> oh, I was like, a few more what? <laughs> yeah, just maybe one more. That's debatable. Yeah. We'll see. So who do you want in the room? <laughs> just you. Why? Because it's like our moment. It's just, I just feel like I just, I don't want a lot of people in the room. Obviously, there's a limit, right? There's three. Mm-hmm. But... My first decision when, you know, we found out we were pregnant and everything, I was like, I just want you in there. Um, I know my mom is going to be here. Um, Hopefully she makes it in time and everything, all that works out. But as far as like when I'm pushing and everything, like I don't need any distractions. I just Mm. want you there. And I won't be a distraction. No, God, no. I want you to be there. You're going to be there. <laughs> Even if you are a distraction, <laughs> you gonna be there. But um I do think that, you know, I want my mom to be there, you know, obviously in the beginning, like during early labor and all that stuff. Like I think she's really good at like being supportive. <laughs> but, you know, she might like I just don't need What's to. what's your definition of early labor? So you basically gonna have her in there and you're gonna kick her out? Pretty much. Well, that's <laughs> I might kick her out, but like you know, I, I just know that like I don't know what to expect that day, right? And like I know that you will do like a good job, obviously. Like it was just me and you, but you know I do want her by my side at some point of it, but just not during like the pushing and everything. I just want it to be me and you. That's just my perspective. And she knows this. <laughs> no, she. Well, so I didn't. You I didn't tell know. her the day of. No, I'm gonna tell her. I'm gonna tell her soon. Like I didn't know that she knew that she wanted to be in there. I didn't find that out till what was that last week when we were talking to her and I asked her, and she was like, "No, I want to be be in there." And I was like, "Oh God, okay." And that wasn't a good time to tell her. Uh, I didn't. I have to break down things easy to my mom so hmm. yeah i'll tell her i'll tell her soon yeah. so you think so how do you do you think waiting makes it easier for her no no because i mean the sooner it gets i feel like the worse yeah well i just it kind of took me off guard when she said yeah i want to be in there because i had no idea she wanted that i had no idea you're her only daughter true but i why, didn't think why would that- you think she wouldn't want to be in there I don't know. I just, I didn't, I thought that she would want to be here to like be here when Zoe's born and like be there the first day when she comes out. But like through the whole process, I didn't think she wanted to be there. Mm. But I mean, if you pass so out, then it, it sounds like what you said is you, you're not trying to make it easy on her. You're trying to figure out how to make it easy on you. What you mean? When you tell her. It doesn't seem oh. like you have a like she would have an issue receiving it, but you have an issue with giving her those news, that news. Possibly, 
So really, it's not breaking it down for her. It's breaking it down for you. <laughs> yeah, it just took me off guard, Marcus. Mm. It took me off guard. What? How do you feel? Who do you want in the room? Like, do you feel like you? Do you feel like you have no say in this whole thing, or like pretty much? Why? Why would I? I'm not we're, a woman. Yeah, but we're we're partners. Like, we in mm-hmm. this together. Mm-hmm. We'll get on partnership later in this segment you heated uh, today yeah i am you must be hungry no i ate a really balanced dinner Mm. okay yeah Yeah. but i definitely let me put it this way i know you get stressed out easy yeah very quick Mm -hmm. in any little thing to throw off your equilibrium so to speak so, I know just watching y'all on FaceTime, Flo can make a face, and you'll turn into dynamite yeah. just that quick. Yeah. So, to me, I worry about that, that any little thing in that moment, because it's a lot of pain, it's a lot going on, there's a lot of newness that's about to happen, you're scared, and she might make a face or make a comment. It triggers you. So. Yeah, and I mean, that's the reason why I just want it to be me and you, right? Because, like, I feel like you can read me well and you know when to, like, back off or to be what I need. And I don't think me and my mom have the best uh, read on each other in that way. And I don't think that, you know, during labor or whatever, I have to, I don't feel like I want to or need to have to be worried about anybody else's like you know feelings or whatever while I'm already in probably the worst pain I'll ever feel you know but um you know I do think it's great that she's gonna be there you know at the hospital when um Zoe comes like because she she wasn't there for any of her other grandkids so you know I think that that's something that she really wants to be but I think that's different. Like, I don't think... Because they're boys? Yeah. Oh. I mean, usually that's a... I mean, I, I'm I'm a big person of not following the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know if Connie would want Mike's mom in there or Andrea would want Flo in there while she's... I, I don't know. No, I'm not saying in the room. I'm talking about just at the hospital. Oh, like, okay. That's what I'm talking about. Because, no, I don't want your mom in the room. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not yeah. to be rude. No, no, but... no. I totally get it. I totally understand Yeah, okay, I said that kind of hard. No, no, no. I totally... I <laughs> yeah. totally understand it. Yeah. I wouldn't want your daddy if I was delivering. <laughs> I would want him nowhere <laughs> near me. <laughs> so, oh, I, I definitely man. get it. Yeah. But I think it's just too, like... um just because, you know, I don't know what to expect. You don't know what to expect. You know, like I have the nurses there and they'll, you know, be talking me through things and all this stuff. But like just to know that my mom is, you know, down the hall or outside the room or whatever, like that gives me a piece of like protection or a sense of like I'm good. Yeah. You know, so like that means a lot to me. And I think she'll understand that. Yeah. 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 I, I think she'll understand it whenever you. Tell her, you know, to get out. Because it don't look like you're going to tell her anytime soon. So. I'm going to tell her. Yeah. I'm going to tell her. You like putting things off. 
Yeah, procrastinator. Mm, but no, I mean, I just like we literally just talked about this last week, and I was like, oh, all right, I didn't know you wanted that. All right. Good luck. I can tell you're not going to tell her no time soon. And it's going to be, she going to end up in the room. Because you can't do it. Oh, really, Mark? <laughs> you can't do it. I can't do it. You know, I don't. I don't see it. Well, let's just change topics. Because <laughs> you over here grilling me for no reason. I'm not grilling you. I just say it how it is. Yeah. You, you are, though. Mm-mm. Do you enjoy going home recently or back to the city you were born in? Because <laughs> you don't call that home anymore. Oh, Lake Charles? Yeah. I mean, Lake Charles is um, kind of like McDonald's fries. What's that? You know, they're good, good whenever they come out to Greece. But <laughs> if you wait too long, you know, they're just average. And that's Lake Charles. It's, when you cross 210, I'm like. Shit, yeah, I'm home. Mm-hmm. Cuckoo! Let everybody <laughs> know the birds. Start letting everybody know I'm here. Yeah. And then as soon as I get to my destination, I'm like, shit, I'm home. Yeah, I brought it all back. Like, why we left? I hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate this place. Yeah. So. The crawfish were good, though. They're amazing. Yeah. I'm they happy really we did amazing. that. So, what did you learn at your baby shower? Your first baby shower? What did I learn? Yeah. Anything stuck out to you? I st- <laughs> the thing that stuck out to me um, for sure is just how much um, people really love us. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, your mom and my mom. Like the effort they put into this baby shower was like over the top to me. I wasn't really expecting all what they did and um, just the thoughtfulness. Like, really, like, kind of, it overwhelmed me. And the people that showed up, you know, um, that was great. It was good to see a lot of people I hadn't saw in years. So, that was fun. But um, I just know that, like, we're good. Zoe's good. And, like, she has a lot of people that love her already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that makes me happy. Hmm. What? (laughs) Nothing. I mean, it was over the top. It was definitely over the top. It looked like a little mini wedding. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing?" I was so confused. And the fact that your mom pulled an all-nighter decorating. Yeah. Like, what time did she get in? Like six a.m. The when I woke up the next morning at like six a.m. And she they was started just about home. what time? Man, like the day before, like she was there maybe two ish in the afternoon. She worked 2 to 6 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. She does, like, she, she puts her all into, like, anything she does, and especially for her kids. Like, she, I don't know, there's no, there's nothing that's too much for her. And that's special. So you ready for for a year? To have her for a year? (laughs) Man. Yeah, so um, my dad has offered for my mom to come and help us out 
for the first year of uh, Zoe's birth. Wow. Yeah. I mean, one, <laughs> I think it's just such a blessing that, like, that was even offered to us, you know? So I don't feel like, like, my feeling, you know, how you were just saying, like, me and me and Flo kind of have our little spats, but, like, I'm excited, like, because the, the biggest thing for me was, you know, with the whole new job and everything, like, Having to go back to work, thinking about putting Zoe in daycare, like, way too early. That just, like, terrified me. So, I would rather Zoe be with one of her grandmothers while, yeah. you know, we have to go to work. I think the only thing I worry about is, um, you know, we hear our parents always use the term generation. Mm-hmm. You know, they say stuff like this generation um, is yeah. in trouble, this generation. It's almost like sometimes they don't believe in evolving and evolution and yeah. things changing and things becoming better. And the only thing I worry about her being a year is I think she'll be an amazing grandmother, daycare worker, the whole nine. The only thing I worry about is sometimes grandparents instill things that they did mm -hmm. onto their kids. Yeah. Because you may feel that, for instance, and I'm not going to say any names, but I know a while back there was a situation with trying to set up a baby on a schedule. Mm -hmm. And they didn't agree with, you know, and they have studies that show about letting them cry it out to mm -hmm. figure out their scheduling and all that and that, that's all that is, is a form of evolution. It's a form of evolving. It's, uh, and there's studies that show that some babies become independent. And then some babies be, feel like they don't trust their parents whenever they cry and they don't come. So it, it can kind of fall in the middle. But sometimes that can cause a clash between mom and grandma. Or even or, me yeah. and if, yeah, if I'm yeah. supporting you. Yeah. And, and, you know, so, so you know, then. I agree. I mean, I think that's the thing that I worry about, like the times where um, we may want something, whether it's you or my perspective, and then she may disagree or do something that's total opposite, you know, mm -hmm. but. You know, I always say it's hard to <laughs> work with family or, yeah. you know, do all that. So, I mean, I get that. I, 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 that is a, a valid concern, but I think for me, what outweighs that is like the intention behind it. So like if we were to, to obviously be adults and like talk about the issue, right. And say, well, this is, you know, blah, 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 blah. This is why we chose this decision. And then she, you know, I've, you know, comes back and honest, like have honest, open communication, obviously I think is like the one way to get through that. And if things just end up not working, then, you know, okay, well then we have to figure out a different plan and whether that different plan, you know, results in grandma, you know, going back home and Zoe going to daycare, then that's just what it is, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I'm not opposed to that either because I obviously want what's best for my family. So I think that that's just one of those things that as a, as 
us being, you know, having a partnership, we have to, you know, talk with each other when things like that happen. You know, I wouldn't want you to see something that my mom did and then you harbor it and not tell me. And then me and her not, you know, us don't have the conversation with her about it. And then it, you know, ends up being something way bigger than it needed to be. Yeah. yeah. You know, you don't like to say things. There you, you go. Know? You like to wait and let it manifest and get a little bigger and get a little closer and then boom. It explodes in front of everybody. No. You don't think so? Sometimes. I feel I've gotten better. I, I mean, You're I aware? used to be like that. <laughs> I used to be a lot more like that. But um, I feel like I've gotten a lot better with it. I, I mean, <laughs> what was what's better? Well, I guess I... I'm not like I'm not afraid to like I think before I used to to really tiptoe around issues and like figure out how to not hurt people's feelings. And like prime example of how we open up the the podcast, you know? Like I just have to figure out how I am going to tell my mom that situation because I want to make sure that I'm 100% obviously on it. On this is what I want. You know, because with her, like, you know, how they say, like, you can go into the hospital and have a birth plan. Right. And a birth plan is the thing that you want to happen that day. Like whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, after I have a baby, I want it to be put on my chest. I don't want it to have a bath. I don't want this to happen. But then Zoe is born. Something happens and that can't happen. Right. So I can't put my expectations based on like what I wrote out and what I plan to do. Right. So I know if I tell my mom 100 percent, like, listen. I just want it to be me and Marcus in the room because of X, Y, Z. She'll understand that. But then if it comes to a point to where it comes close to it and like she's out of the room and then something happens and I freak out and I'm like, Marcus, I think, like I just want my mom here. She, because of the person she is, she's like, no, Brittany doesn't want me in the room. And then it'll cause, you know, a conflict. So I just want to, like, it wasn't the right time to have that conversation with her over FaceTime when we talked with her the other day. So that is why I have to figure out the way to talk to her about it. And that's it. (laughs) So basically, you need to prepare your words for how you're going to tell her. Yeah. So it's really more about you than it is her. It it is. It is. Okay. That's that's basically, that's my point. But you said you're aware and... You know, you're working on this, and you're gonna get better. So, I, I just hope you. I hope you go through with it. But like I like I in the beginning when I gave that countdown, like time is ticking. You're running out of time. So you either gonna shit or get off the pot. Okay, Marcus. I mean, that's that's what it is. But you don't want to shit. <laughs> and you don't want to get off the pot. Oh, my goodness. That's okay. what I'm saying. Be a honey. Not 35. So let's move on to support. It's a perfect tie-in. It's not a perfect tie-in. <laughs> it's a very perfect tie-in. No. Yeah. Go ahead. So what, <laughs> why you want me to start? You said this is a perfect segue. You know what came up with this topic. Yeah, I did. So what? Go ahead. 
I want to know from you, <laughs> what do you, what does support look like for you? How could I be of more, or how, how can I be of support for you during this time, during this last part of this pregnancy, preparing for Zoe to come, preparing for what seems or what is going to be like a big life change for us? How, how can I support you? Um, you can support me by helping when it comes to her room, comes to organizing. I th- I think a, a part of you thinks that Zoe's is going to come on June 1st at 2 p.m., you know, after you eat lunch and, you know, you have a manicure and then you're going to get a latte I and can't have gonna, a latte. And then uh, a non-coffee latte. Uh, I don't know, a juice, a green juice. And you're like, oh, okay, let's go have Zoe. I think that's what you think will happen. No, I know and it's not realistic. I'm a, I'm a chaos control freak. Yeah. So if chaos happens, I, I tell people I just need five to ten seconds. I can figure out our plan to get out of this chaos. And to some degree, a firstborn is chaos for new parents. And 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 let me let me dial it back a little bit. So, and I think I said this in a podcast before. So, when you wake up in the morning, you're supposed to make your bed. It sets the tone of the day. It's a sense of completion. It's a sense of a step. You completed one task, and whenever you complete one little task. Mentally, you feel like you can complete a few more. And if you have a bad day, at least you come home to a made bed. A made bed shows you that there's hope for tomorrow. If you go to uh, on a cruise, every time you come back on a cruise, you have a made bed and you have a a stuffed elephant, uh, all kind of cool little things. Because when you walk into a room of a made bed, it makes you happy. It makes you happy. So the last thing I feel anybody wants is to have this beautiful thing happen. And then they bring that beautiful thing home and your house is chaotic. Nothing's in order. Nothing's together. Nothing's right. And then you come and you bring in chaos to chaos. And so what happens is you have, now you're mentally full of chaos. So me being a chaos control freak is I want to eliminate everything I possibly can in this house. So whenever she comes home, there's little to no chaos that we have to worry about. We don't have to worry about where this is or that is because me and you both know because me and you both put it together. We know where it is. We know where it goes. We know where the new stuff is going to go. But putting it off like we seem to do creates, because stuff is still coming in. We're still getting gifts. We're not getting them at the, the amount. I mean, your mom said she has some stuff. I know my parents still have some stuff. So if all this stuff that just lays around in our room Stays in a room, and then your water breaks, 
two two weeks from now, then what? We still got two dogs. Yes. You know, they still got to poop, eat, drink water, all that. The last thing I feel like we need is our house to be in chaos with this new baby that's coming. I get that. That makes complete sense. (laughs) But I don't feel, I don't see that our house is in chaos. I mean, yes, you have done most of the organizing and putting up stuff in the baby's room. You have. Okay. And if things go the way they're planned, I won't be here. And you will be at home. You don't know what some of that stuff is. So you're going to call me and I probably can't answer. And then now you're shoveling around for something that you may need. So that's why I just want to let it be 50-50 to make sure. Because I don't want to just put stuff. You may not even like the where I put it. It may not even make sense to you where I put it. It may make perfect sense to me, but... It may not make any sense to you. Like, why you might find it be like, why would he put it there? That makes absolutely no sense. Well, I mean, you didn't help me put the, put it where you thought it would make sense at. So why don't when like why don't we talk about this? This is the first time I'm hearing this. I shouldn't hear this for the first time on the podcast. You should say because we real. We keep it real on this <laughs> you podcast. Should, you should say, hey, Brittany, like the weekend. Let's. Let's organize Zoe's room. Let's take this weekend and organize her room. Every time I say, hey, I got a little job for you. You don't start it off like that. That's the problem. <laughs> but listen, whenever I say I have a job for you, 100% of the time I help you with that job. So to me, saying you got a little job for you, just saying, hey, let's do something together. When, when have I ever said? But I don't I don't hear it like that. I, I know that you helped me with it, but I don't hear that. I hear, Brittany, I got something I want you to do right now because now I'm not, you know, watching basketball. Like, this is a this is a convenient time for me. Basketball is not on. I'm not trying to play my little game. I'm not trying to when do What if I play stuff. my game? Oh, my God. You're always playing on the little stupid game on your iPad. Oh, that I thought you were talking about the PlayStation. Yeah, no. I was about to say, I haven't played that in a while. Yeah. But, like. You gotta, like, you can't just throw things on me, like, right? Like, you should say the night before, hey, Brittany, tomorrow, let's do this. Cool. Let's do it. Because I don't want to, like, sit around all day on the weekends and, like, just watch the weekends go by. Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, I have all these things to do. It's just I get overwhelmed. I get very overwhelmed. And Wait a minute. So you just said you don't want me to tell you. That we got these things to do over the weekend because you'll get overwhelmed. No, no, no. I'm saying I get overwhelmed. Like, so let's take today, for example, Saturday, right? Like, we didn't do anything for Zoe's room when we had the opportunity to have done it, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, when the day, like, 7 o'clock is rolling around now, I'm like, oh, my God, I should have done A, B, C, D today in Zoe's room. But I did nothing. So then I get super overwhelmed, and then it makes me, like, not want to start things. It's weird. I don't know. It's my personality. You know, I procrastinate, right? 
Mm-hmm. So like if you would just like, I mean, if we obviously both need to be on the same page. So about you want this. me to send you a calendar invite? No, Marcus. I just want. I'm 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 seriously trying to figure out how do you want me to introduce to you that we need to do X Y. In a perfect world, how would you want me to introduce that to you? If we had to put the crib together, how would you want me to say, hey, we need to put that crib together? Hey, Brittany. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's put Zoe's crib together tomorrow. Perfect. Okay, let's do it. All right, so I need to let you know 24 hours. So you can prepare. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But I mean, obviously, like you, I mean, if we wake up on a Saturday morning, right, and we have, we have nothing planned, mm-hmm. then you should say, hey, Brittany, like, I think today we should do this in Zoe's room. And I'll be like, oh, okay, let's do it. We have nothing planned. Let's do it. But like, I just like to have things in my mind, like that I know that I, I have to do that day. It's like when mm. I wake up and don't have anything to do and it could just be filled with anything, I'll end up wasting the whole entire day. Okay. So let me tell you this. I'll ask you this. You don't, and I'm, I'm, I'm going a kind of different way. You don't think that causes anxiety whenever you have to think about something you have to do over a 24 me. hour period? Not for me. Hmm. But you just said you get overwhelmed whenever. I get overwhelmed when I feel like I've wasted time not doing anything. And I know that I have things to do. It's just for me, it's like getting started is my, is the thing that I struggle with. Hmm. Who's getting started? <laughs> What's so funny? This is interesting. I don't know. I kind of feel like you talk it in circles, but it's it's cool. Because you said you get overwhelmed if you if you have all these things to do, but then like, in in my me, I just like to get it over with, whatever it is, so I don't have to think about it and overanalyze how I'm gonna get it done. I just say screw it, let's do it, and that way, because the way I always look at it is like. When people be like, oh, man, I got to write a paper. I'm not going to do it today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm not going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it the next day. And then now you're down to the last three hours, paper due at midnight. To me, I've always had that mindset like I'm going to hate myself if I wait till 10 p.m. when I didn't have to. So I just get it over with. Yeah, and I wish I had that personality or that mentality or that discipline. But I don't. That's not how I think. It's not. Because for, mo- for most times, like, with, like, papers and things like that, if I start early on something, and I'll start, because I've practiced this when I was in um, business school. I would write a paper early and then do some work on it. And then when it was closer to the time to where the papers do, I'd be like, oh, this shit that I wrote in the beginning sucks. Like, let me just start all over. And then I just would start all over and finish it and be like, oh, well, this worked out. And I think that's just the pattern that I've always just, which is not a good thing because I always get away with like, whether it's putting together something at the last minute, ordering things at the last minute, doing this at the last minute, and it always just works out. Like... I know that I can't do that as a parent, obviously, but like 
I don't know. It's just something I have to work on. But it's been how I've been the past 31 years. You see it. I I do. That's why I'm I'm bringing it out of you. Yeah. You see it. But like, I don't know. Like during the week, like I get so overwhelmed when I'm at work. I'm like, I got to like, I got how many more weeks till Zoe could possibly be here? And like, we need to do all these things. And I just come home and I'm like, I just don't want to do anything, but I need to do something like what? And I just, I don't know. It's just my mind is racing. And then I just end up not doing anything. But I don't want you to feel like I'm not being supportive or helping you with doing stuff in her room. Cause you, oh, I, I don't feel that way at all. I, I'm just thinking about the long-term effect of, you know, if and when this, what possibly could be happening in a few weeks happen, I'm going to be gone and you're going to be here, which means you need to know where things are for your help, for your sake. You know, I mean, most of it is in the room, but we have moved some stuff in the living room to utilize, you know, the the space, the limited space that we do have. So I, I don't look at it as you're not being supportive. I'm looking at it as chaos control. You gonna need to know where this stuff is in case Zoe needs to fart. <laughs> the gas drops her by the TV. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> Why is this bothering you so much? Is it the pregnancy emotions, you think? Is Zoe kicking right now? Could be. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I... (laughs) She is emotional on this podcast. Get it together. Yeah, I don't know. I don't don't know why I'm tripping right now. (laughs) You're hungry. (laughs) Do you need your ice cream? No. No, I'm good. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be shitting me right now. (laughs) Just help me out, Marcus. Just That's what I'm here for. Help me out. Chaos control. Call me CC. (laughs) MGCC. Chaos manager. What I do? <laughs> yeah, it's what you do. Oh my God. <laughs> so tomorrow we'll work on Zoe's room. I already knocked it out. Well, you gotta show me. Where <laughs> I gotta give is. you a tour of where stuff is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, this was interesting. This was interesting. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. It's just really how. I think I don't know. It's like um, it's like I get stuck in like a trap, and like I want to do things. I want to be, you know. I wish I could like have been done with everything like ahead of time, and I tell myself I'm gonna do it every time, and like it never happens. It never happens. And like I don't know. You've been a great example of like showing me that things can get done early, and like. Things can be in order early. Like, hell, I don't know what month it was when you started working on her dresser. Like, if it was up to me, like, I'd be like, oh, I don't even, 
I got a crib, but I don't have anything else. <laughs> and that would cause what? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Chaos. chaos. Yeah. So when I say, so, so, so the lesson of the day is don't say I got a little job for you. Yeah, just don't say that. I don't know. I think it might be in like the approach or I don't know. I just. You just don't like starting things. I, it has I nothing told to, you. It has nothing to do with me saying I got a little job for I you. I told you, you that, don't Marcus. Wanna... I don't like to start. Like starting is the, the hardest part for me. It's not the in-between. It's not the work. It's the starting. Hmm. So I gotta watch you around Zoe. What are you talking about? You may not do a homework when she get home. You may do it <laughs> at eight o'clock no, at night. She's gonna be on a schedule. She's gonna. <laughs> she's gonna be on a schedule. Wow. Yeah. I gotta watch you. I didn't know that about you. I knew you was a little procrastinator, but I didn't know it was the starting thing. Yeah, I didn't know you had an issue with starting. I just thought you didn't want to feel like doing it. No. It's, mm. it's that. <laughs> you never, I guess I got that from be like, you better hurry up, do this. So, because, you know, the sun go down, you know, with daylight saving time and stuff, you know, sometimes the sun will go down around eight o'clock. But then, you know, during the fall, that sun go down about five. Mm-hmm. You get home from school at three. I got about a hour window. To hurry up, knock this homework out, so I can go play outside for one hour. See, I so never. I try to knock that homework out, get it over with, mm-hmm. so I can enjoy the rest of my day. <laughs> See, I, I, I just think maybe the way we grew up was like completely different, and like you had. I don't want to say I didn't grow up with discipline, but my family was a little more relaxed around rules and things like I got my schoolwork done I got my bed made all these things but like things weren't as strict in my house how they were in yours did your dad ever look at your your homework and be like oh that's chicken scratch do it again no not all the time I remember like when I was learning like cursive and stuff I used to have to do that a lot over and over again but like not really telling me my stuff was sloppy do it again I got that a lot. <laughs> See, the awful. thing, what, what messes is up, because my dad, I don't think he understood this, is I'm left-handed. Uh-huh. So, you know, when I'm writing, I'm I'm writing like this, but then the, the, smear the, of the I would smear the paper yeah. because of the way I'm writing from left to right. Yeah. So, to him, my work looked messy. messy. Well, you just, your work was getting done. So, then I would have to go from writing what I was normal to trying to write like this so I wouldn't smear it. It's a monster. And he would just throw it away. And say, you need to do it again. (laughs) You just do it again. So. Yeah, no. That, no. No. So I'm somewhat of a perfectionist now. But uh, I think it, it, it helps to some degree. I don't like clutter and I don't like unorganized unorganized things. Because if you if you look, because each one of us got a nightstand by our bed, <laughs> and you can tell my nightstand <laughs> from your nightstand. 
My nightstands, you can see the back of it when you open the door. <laughs> Your nightstand, shit falls out whenever you open the door. I have a lot of books. I mean, there's a heating pad in there, pills, books. <laughs> you might have a, uh, vitamins. Yeah. You know, just might even be my socks in there. Mike. Just anything possible. <laughs> Tea bags. No telling what's in, in that thing. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so you can know the difference. But I do it because I don't want to have to, you know, when I'm looking for stuff, nine times out of ten, I know exactly where it is. Where it is. Like my podca- podcast thing is in that box right behind us. Yeah. All my stuff is in there for podcasts. I know where to go. I don't want to have to run all over this house looking for where this might be, where this might be. I even took pictures of how this stuff is plugged in so I don't have to spend a lot of time trying to refigure it out because I don't have it set up like I used to have it in Houston. It's in and out. (laughs) So I take pictures of it so I can see um, how it is and, you know, not create time or chaos. So this is a picture of everything. Right there on my phone, so you don't think I'm I'm BSing you, just so I don't cause later chaos. I know exactly how it's plugged in. Took me like what five minutes. So you you really wonder how does like how does she even function in this case? No, I mean some people find comfort in chaos. Maybe you found <laughs> comfort in chaos, and that's why I think we'll always butt heads because I'm. Trying to de-chaos this house and you're kind of like, I don't, like wh- let it ride. You know how people think this, like we are in, we are, have a chaotic home. So here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. You're not junky. You're not dirty. You're just not organized. Something's wrong. Nothing's wrong with that. Most people aren't organized. And I guarantee you, when Zoe come, you're going to do better with it than me because she's going to have her stuff everywhere. And I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I got to put this here, here, here. And I'm going to be running like a chicken with my head cut off. And I just be like, let her be a kid. Let her be however many months she is. So (laughs) it's, 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 it's pros and cons of it all. But my but my thing has always been just get it over with, knock it out, be done with it. So you don't have to worry about it later. I don't want to be at 9 o'clock being like, this shit could have been done with at 3 p.m. And now it's 9 p.m. My favorite show's coming on at 10 p.m. And now I got to try to hurry up and knock this out and not miss my show. Huh? That's just how I always look at things. Just get over it. When I wake up, I hurry up, run to Walmart. Why? Because I can get it over with and be here the rest of the day. There's nobody in Walmart at that time, so no chaos. I probably go straight to a register, and then it's over and done with. I don't have to. I can go work out. I don't have to shower before I go get food or whatever. Knock it out. I'm happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy that. I married somebody like you. Because, yeah. It wouldn't be great if I married someone with the same uh, 
the same ways as I have. Because we would just be disorganized. Yeah. So. Good deal. I'll do better. I'm aware. I'm in the effort. I'm aware. I'm aware you're doing the work. Yeah. (laughs) This was good. Yeah. I feel like we got some of our problems out for our five listeners. Yeah, we have more than five listeners, Marcus. I'm saying that. <laughs> you never you're, know. You're putting it out there in the universe that like nobody but five people listen to us. Yeah. Yeah, you got to stop thinking small. So five thousand listeners. Why well, gotta be? Why well, you gotta cap it? Why well, can't have millions of listeners? Five trillion listeners. There you go. Fifty <laughs> you don't trillion. Believe <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe that shit. Just <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, I'm happy we got this out. Even if it was on the podcast, it was cool. You uh, broke I could down, always go you back. Loud, you hit listen. every emotion. Yeah, I did. It's crazy what just <sighs> emotions we go through, man. Yeah, I had to change your diapers. And, <laughs> be crying like that. and I won't blame it on the pregnancy because yeah. I don't think that it's. You got people that. think I'm being mean to you. No, I don't think you're being I mean to me. I challenge you. you. Just, yeah, you challenge me. You, you make me question things like you really make me like reflect as of like why I do things. Good. Yeah. I'm happy you don't see it as a negative anymore. Yeah, I used to think it as like super negative, but I think I just was being a victim too much. So. Good job. No more victim, but. <laughs> yeah, so I'll know now like not to raise I know Zoe I can't say I got a little job w- for you, yeah. Mama. Yeah. And I can't coddle her and like do all the things that like she will like she can independently do at age because like I didn't wash clothes ever at home or fold my own clothes or do those types. I don't know where that came from because I never washed clothes or folded. You didn't? Uh. Oh, interesting. I ironed my clothes. Yeah, I did sometimes. I I took out the trash. I pulled weeds. Yeah, see, I did none of that. I cut the backyard. Yeah. Which was huge, huge backyard. So you had things like you were responsible for. You had a sense of responsibility. Sweep the garage, right? pick up I dog didn't shit. I have chores that were consistently mine to do. So yeah. I think that it is important to like and have those two dollars every Friday. <laughs> and you had to save one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So got a raise. Like I went up to five dollars. Oh, that's a big raise. Yeah, that's after like three raise. years. Okay. He like, made you wait. <laughs> you know why I got a raise? I think I told you that story. We went to so. Houston. And like some, one of your cousins? One of my cousins got $20 a week, and all he had to do was make his bed. <laughs> I had to make my bed before I went to school. Um, I had to vacuum my room daily. I had three trash cans I had to take out daily. Um, pick up the dog crap in the backyard daily. Sweep the backyard daily. Sweep the garage. I didn't have to do that daily, but I wanted. To, I needed to make sure it was done Friday because my dad walked around the yard on Saturday just doing random things. So uh-huh. if anything didn't go his way, then he would find a reason um, to get mad. And sweeping was one of them. Um, <laughs> pull the weeds out of the flower beds. Which which is the worst was my worst is one I hated because ants would be in there. So while I'm pulling I would be getting bit oh my by God. ants. Um 
And no one cared to Mm-mm. tell you to stop. Mm-mm. It's a part of life. Is that what they told you? Discipline. It'll make a man out of you. Um, I'm scared to have a boy because you're going to make him do all those things. No, nah, I won't. I mean, he'll have some chores. But my thing is I want to do it with him. So he'll see that, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying you go do this because it's going to make you better. Yeah. Unless, you know, I just have a bad back or something. But I I want him to experience that, you know, we're doing this together and not because I said so, Mm. you know. Um, I like that. uh, Yeah, you had had a lot of of chores. But I did all that for $2 and then it went up to $5. Um, (laughs) What's crazy? I don't know when it really stopped. Maybe junior year. Wow. Just whenever I really kind of stopped doing a lot of that stuff. I mean, that's whenever I start, you know, working and stuff. So Yeah, you had a bunch of jobs. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have time to (laughs) pull the weeds. Yeah. But... Huh. It taught you a lot, though. It uh, did. It helped you out in a way, but yeah. in some ways, I'm like, oh, Jesus. Like, yeah. yeah, so uh, definitely. What you <laughs> had to do, make your bed? Yeah, just make my bed. <laughs> Keep my room clean. Eat. That's it. Yeah, go to church. Wow. Yeah. So. Hmm. <sighs> Anything else? No, I think I'm good. I think I survived the hot seat. Yeah, I survived the hot seat, and now I'm uh, ready to go and organize Zoe's room. Good. Yeah. Good. And do all the other things. Just make sure you start it. Yeah. Don't think about it. Just start it. Yeah. Right. All right. With GZF, baby. (laughs) No.